0: go. Sweet. It's perfect isn't uh, yeah, thank you. No. When you're ready. Here I am back for another Tim Talk by my wonderful pond. Man, it's a wild day, folks, today. Uh, the thunder and lightning is going nuts. There's smoke in the air. There's fires in the region, which make me a little uneasy. It's the one thing that could really damage our land. It's fire, so we we pray long and hard that it won't happen. Um, and this... this uh, Thunder and lightning scares a couple of our dogs, so they're off hiding. Um, I kind of like it, though. It's such an amazing feeling. That It's a primal, primal feeling, though. I, I did a talk on wildness, and uh, I, I think when you're out, the thunder and lightning, as long as you're safe, no one wants to get hit by it, um, relatively safe, uh, that wildness within us comes up And we feel connected to it all. I think the thunder and lightning is an igniter for that. And I think wildness throughout these Tim Talks is important to remember. is vital. We have a wild man and a wild woman that lives within us. And we have to give them space to be wild. Or we go crazy. Now, the Tim Talk I want to do right now... It's on the importance of curiosity, and it won't be very long. Um, But I was just talking about it, the previous one, a little bit. Often when we teach in this school, we use, kind of as a metaphor, we say, be like a child. You've ever watched a young child in the woods, or even in a house, even before they walk even, or after? Everything they're curious about. And I got this dog, Colin, here. He's curious. Every single thing in the world, he has to check it out. Every place you go, he has to go. And he he never stops. His curiosity is so powerful. And you watch children in nature. and They'll look under a leaf, and they'll look on top of a leaf, and they'll feel a leaf, and they'll smell a leaf. They'll look under a rock, over a rock. The world they discover under rocks alone is just phenomenal. It can take you hours of study. Um, they look up trees. They want to climb every tree, no matter how dangerous. They want to get into the water. They want to feel it. They want to roll in it. They want to swim in it. They're curious about the world they live in. And I think one of the things I've noticed is we have, we somehow or another have permission when we're children to be curious. And that's truly one of the ways we learn to live on the earth, in the world, in the human world, uh, in the natural world. Without curiosity, we would never learn how to live. And yet, I think as we get older and we start to develop our logical brain and move out of our, our feeling part of who we are, um, <coughs> we, we put our curiosity to sleep a little bit. And then we get really busy, we, get, we go to school, we grow up, we get jobs, we get families, this and that, you know, we do the, the thing of life that we all do. And our curiosity takes a real back door. And yet, there's no reason for that. If we, if we consciously think of curiosity as a living being, as something that we can ignite within ourselves and let it sprout and grow, it'll it'll take us down pathways that we could have never imagined and we'll learn so much and life will be so much more enjoyable you you've got to almost develop a a relationship with curiosity like like i just said it's like a living being so so when when it comes up you don't put it to sleep or ignore it or stay busy you let it guide you and it, it could be as simple as if I'm sitting here talking to you and I, I hear a noise in the tree and I look and I'm curious and I look and I really study it for a moment. But where does it lead me? And in the pathway of, of being led, I see the patterns in the tree and the shapes and the colors and maybe smell it, the beauty, the overall beauty of the tree. And as I'm looking, then maybe there's a, the noise was a beautiful... Robin up there waiting to just say hi to me. That's it, you know? Just a simple nod between the two of us, an acknowledgement that we both share this earth together. That's a wonderful, sacred moment. That if I had never listened to my curiosity or paid attention to it, then I would have never looked and had that moment with that Robin. It's like when you're sitting in a meadow, like I was the other day, and there were thousands of dragonflies now it's not hard for me to be curious about dragonflies i love those guys man i mean they can flap all their wings at separate times and they're just powerful beings Um, but i'd laid in the meadow and i started to watch one dragonfly and then i'd go to another and another and then i'd see a couple mating and then i'd see a couple jousting one would go into the trees and fly back around and in following them i would see so much more I noticed um, uh, on, the, on the side, a wild turkey was there with some babies that I would have never seen if the dragonfly hadn't led me there. And I noticed a beautiful area of the forest I hadn't noticed with an old dead tree that I thought, well, maybe later I'll photograph that tree in the right light. And it's not just you notice more, but you enjoy more. You're enjoy- when you're curious you're reveling in the joy of life you're reveling in the earth you're you're experiencing the beauty of the planet the curiosity is often the pathway that leads us to it speaking of pathways curiosity will lead you down different pathways and who knows what you will find as you go down that path but if you always ignore it if you always say no either verbally or in, inside yourself The world that you're missing, it's sad. And the saddest part is that not only are you missing just rich experiences that can build medicine of of life's experience within you, but you might be missing great teachings, great ignitable moments within your being that that can set you off on life journeys that you could never imagine. Some of the greatest things that make up who you are as a person if you were able to track them back to their beginning could have been a one curious moment that sent you on a journey and got you to where you are in your life now. Think about that. And you can also use curiosity not just in nature, but in very practical, like in school and in work. If you're a very curious student, you're going to learn much more than one who is not. Because you're going to you're going to look at more books, you're going to ask more questions of your teachers and when beautiful things show up like pictures or writings or people tell of experiences you're going to be more interested in going deeper into them. Also curiosity is a wonderful gift you can give to another human being. Be curious in a loving healthy way about another human being that you're with. What what made them who they are? What experiences have they had that they could share with you? The curiosity, being willing to ask questions about it, being willing, being willing to listen, be a good listener, and, and letting the curiosity take you into the depth of their words and their story. Letting a person tell you their story, being curious enough to let a person tell you their story, to be one of the most greatest gifts you can give to another human being. Just letting them tell their story and listening, holding space and curiosity. And in that story, some gem might pop out for you that you could take and run with in your life. And it could change you forever. We are curious. Human beings, it's one of our gifts. It's only when we put it to sleep and don't allow it to come forth that that we don't have it. If we give it freedom, it's, it's going to do its thing. And then you just kind of go along with the ride. And the greatest teacher of all is nature. And watching young children and even babies, dogs and things like that, they are endlessly curious. So curiosity, make it a medicine that lives within you. Make it a living being. Oh.